best highlights. Come on. Out of bounds. On the field. Footballing pioneers. In the history of the game. As long as there's been footy, there have been superstars for us uh, to All right, welcome to the Kick to Kick, backwards and coming forwards. Um, what do we call this? The uh, 2024 season preview. preview. Season yeah. preview. Yeah, here we come. Um, here to talk about the season 2024. We'll go through, I guess, predictions, things to look out for. Um, if you're new to this version of the podcast, this is a different one from our usual focus on the years. Yep. Where we break down a year. This one we are focusing on the season 2024. Trying to link it back to history and the things yeah. of the past. Things that we can connect that have happened before, whether there's uh, records that have been broken or getting close to or uh, sort of echoes of history. Yeah. 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 And so each week we'll try to break down what's happened and then we'll preview what's coming up. And yeah. that, that might be some ridiculous rivalry. It might be a cup that these teams used to play for. It might be a record that... that yeah, we're on the verge of breaking or, yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. So we try, so, you know, yeah. we try to be a bit different because there's lots of football podcasts out there, Charlie. Ooh, yeah. Ours is trying to link it to history. Yeah. Yeah, that's our specific thing. Um, so this is our preview. I'm talking about the 2024 season, Charlie. Um, and now we're in a league where Carlton, Essendon and Collingwood all hold 16 premierships. I know, it's unbelievable. So are we going to have a outright leader for the first time in quite a long time coming up this year oh, it won't be Essendon I'll tell you that could be Carlton or Collingwood yeah unfortunately as much as it pains me to say <laughs> to that to say that yeah it does um, um, something I want you to ponder while we do this Charlie and I'll get your answer at the end of the year end of the episode what big record could possibly be broken this year yeah I'm gonna have, have a think about, about there's a lot of big records out there yep. have a think what's your crazy prediction um, so first we'll start by talking about the AFL itself um, because we are opening the round on March 7. Yeah. Opening round. This is the round earliest zero. this is the earliest the season has ever started. Of course. Because we did have that 2000 Olympics season. Yeah. That started but that was March 8. That was an early start to the season. Ah. We are superseding that now. Okay. I mean, yes, it is an Olympics year, but not in Australia. No, no, not because of that. No, and nothing's brought forward. It's to get a jump on the uh, jump on the rugby, isn't it? It absolutely is. Yeah. No, it's a smart little play by the AFL, which means we have twenty-five rounds of football. Yep, I first, like it. First time that's ever happened as well. Yeah, of course. We've had twenty-four quite a few times, but twenty-five, outrageous. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta say though. I'm ready for football to return, but you need the break, don't you? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think we were, we were almost footballed out by the end yeah, of last year. It's a, long, it is a, it's a long year, isn't it? And with our podcasting, we don't really stop no. talking about football. Yeah, so exactly. It's nice to have some downtime, and you do you do need that break. As much as they've been talking in the media, like, why don't we move football to February? Like, why don't we start the season earlier? It's so early. You do need that break to miss it. Yeah. If you had it all the time, it wouldn't be a special. And also to be to get excited about what your team's going to do in the new year, especially for those teams who are bottoming out. Yeah, or, you've yeah, got to yeah. have that hope. That's, got, yeah, exactly. It's the best time of the year. Yeah. No one's lost. All, no the, one's all the whispers from you know preseason games and training sessions. Yeah. Oh, he's in he's in best form ever. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have an ounce of fat on him. All no, that sort of stuff. Sounds like Jake Stringer. Five, yeah. five seasons straight. <laughs> yeah, best exactly. Season ever. Um, last season we had ten new captains. Yeah. Which was an equal record this year. So three new captains. Yeah, three okay. new captains. Okay. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. We've got a few clubs that have gone from co-captains down to one. So yep. There's a few changes at lead leadership level. Um, and we've got a few new coaches as well that we'll talk about. Yeah, well, a few a few 
a couple of new coaches, but a, a couple of old faces at new clubs as well, right? Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess we'll just go through the teams Let's and do it. see what we can pick out and what to look for. Let's do it. In alphabetical order? Oh, I guess probably, because yeah. there's, no, there's no ladder order. There's no yet, ladder, so no. Let's, so let's talk alphabetical order. So, Adelaide Crows. Well, okay. So, Timmy, you've got a feeling that, that there's going to be a bit of a jump here with these guys. Yeah, it's well, going to be a good year. I do. So they were obviously very unlucky to miss the finals last year. Yeah. After that umpiring decision against Sydney cost them. Absolute blunder there. Um, they're currently on their longest ever streak, streak out of finals. Yeah, okay. So 2017 finished first, made the grand final. Since then, they finished uh, 12th, 10th, 18th, 15th, 14th, 10th. Mm. Uh, and unlucky to miss out. So I think they're ready to bounce up and almost... I'd almost say top four. They haven't made a heap of changes and, and this is their year because after this year, I think Tex and Rory Sloan are probably over the hill and probably too old. Yeah. This is where they've kind of, this is their sweet spot now. Well, that's that was the question I was going to ask. I wasn't so much thinking Sloan, but is like it really rests on, on Tex to get them over, especially in those big games still, doesn't it? So uh, if he's not firing on all cylinders, that prediction goes out the window, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. or unless Riley Thrillthorpe really can, picks up. can pick it up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, no real changes to their list either. They brought in Daniel Curtin to pick eight, who looks all right. Lost Tom Duday to the Lions and Shane McAdam to Melbourne. So no real losses, no real change. No. Wait, consistency, though, it's a good thing, isn't it? it? Is. We know that. Yeah. But you'd also have to feel if they had a terrible season that Matthew Nix might be under the pump as well. Yeah. Like he's in that zone where he's been there long enough now that but it's his they need to see change. Otherwise, he will be changed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Adelaide's one to watch, one who could potentially bolt up and you know should be back in finals. Uh, uh, next, Brisbane Brisbane Lions, yeah. the uh, runner-up from last year. Um, let's look at some other teams that have lost short close grand finals, Charlie. So they lost by what four points yeah. under a goal. The last team to lose by under a goal in a grand final was the Magpies in 2018. Five years later, flag. Yeah. Saints drew in 2010. Still no flag for them. Swans won by a point. Sorry. Swans lost lost by a point point in 2006. Six years later, they won a flag. Although, having said that, they won it the year before. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles lost by four points in 2005, won the flag the next year. Then you have to go back to the Cats in 89, lost by a goal, won the flag 18 years later. <laughs> so, yeah, Pies lost by a five. Bit of a drought. Pies lost by five in 79, won a flag 11 years later. But I guess the trend here is mostly that, you know, you're still in the window and it's not devastating. No. Like you learn from that. Yeah. And they, I, look, I think they would take a lot of confidence from getting, th- getting through to the granny. There have been a lot of times where, you know, We've talked about Brisbane not being able to win at the G, but they've they've done it. Yeah. So, you know that that monkey's kind of off the back. The fact that they were so close, it was really yeah. And um, Chris Fagan's come out and spoken about his time at Hawthorne. You know they won they won two thousand eight, but then when he was there, it took him a long time to get, to back, get back up. up. And you know they they missed the finals the next year, then they they got knocked out in the first round. They lost a prelim, then they lost the grand final until they finally won three in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there's there's that steps you've got to go through and I think Brisbane's still right in that sweet spot. Yeah. There's they yeah, you'd want to be Yeah, they they absolutely are. I think you'd want to be thinking about making sure you're staying up there and, and thereabouts because there's a few guys who are probably close getting closer to aging out, but 
They're looking not okay. Not a heat, though. No. Like Dane Zorko, yeah, but... I, I Apart from that. I think they've lost... Did Daniel Rich retire as well? Yes, he did. Um... Yeah, but apart from that, there's not a heap of other changes, like massive changes. And Dude coming in is good. Well, Dude and Will Ashcroft will come back from the injuries at some stage. And uh, I think Dude's due back early in the season, yeah. Ashcroft later in the season. Um, the other question, can Lockie Neal become the first player since Ian Stewart to win three Brownlows? Yeah. Here's his, his last five years in the Brownlow. First, sorry, I'll go back. Third, first... Then he pulled eight game, fifteen votes. Sorry, eight votes in fifteen games. Yeah. Second, first. I mean, he absolutely can. Yeah. There's no reason why why he can't. With that team around him, winning that many games, the umpires love him. Yeah. So he could become the first player since Ian Stewart. I mean, if it wasn't for Patrick Cripps's lawyer, he would be. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Lions looking good. Um, interesting stuff about their their home ground as well. I think there's the funding being pulled from the Gabba. For, oh, I haven't. I don't know. I've heard uh, that they're potentially not having to move now because the Gabba might not be redeveloped, which oh. would be a real shame. Yeah, for for the Gabba, but not so much a shame for the for them this year, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no. I can't look. Sh- hope. Hopefully, that's like a little bit of politics and stuff because you'd think that would make the most sense for them to redevelop the Gabba. It would absolutely yeah. would. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's you know, that's the Lions. So should, that, yeah. Should still be strong, should still be up there. Absolutely. So uh, Carlton? Carlton. Um, riding high, their expectations are through the roof for Carlton yeah. this year. Which historically doesn't bode well for them, really. No, well, recent history? Yeah. No. no. If you go back to pre-1995 like and, and previously... Absolutely. Yeah, they were fine. They would eat up that pressure yeah. and they'd be there again because that's what they used to do. Um, but yeah, not anymore. So it'll be interesting to see how they play now. Michael Voss obviously has that confidence from the board and has that support from the supporters and there's no one bringing free AW to have him sacked because he's done seemingly done enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it would be interesting if they don't start well though, how, how long it takes <laughs> for those guys to start calling again. But no, you'd think... You would think that um, they should be there and thereabouts again, yeah. kicking lots of goals and yeah. Absolutely. So we've got Charlie Kerno, who's won the last two Coleman's in a row, going for three in a row. The last player to win three in a row, you have a guess? Um, well, we were just talking about this offline. I'm going to say because the, the names that jump at you straight away, Lockett, Dunstall and stuff, they were probably taking it off each other, so I can't imagine one of them won it three times in a row. Or did they? Okay, uh, Lockett. No, nah, Ablett. Ablett, three 90, in a row. 93, 94, 95. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, Lockett and, Lockett and uh, Dunstall popping up around there as well. And then you have to go back to... Probably Coleman. John Peck. In the early 60s. Not even Hudson won it three times in a row. Oh, wow. Because he had Doug Wade and Peter McKenna to yeah. contend with. So John Peck won it in 63, 64, 65. And then you probably have to go back to Coventry. back to Coleman who won it. Oh, Coleman then Coventry. Five, yeah. five in a row for Coleman. Okay, so there's your, there's the one you're going for. Yeah. But that's very... Uh, Coventry very, five in a row as well. Yeah. Very good company to be in three in a row. Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be one to watch. Um, Mackay maybe taking some goals off him again, but... He had some interesting form last year. Yeah. Uh, interesting pickups as well. They obviously got um, Elijah Hollands in that trade with the 
well, got it from the Gold Coast. And Orazio Fantasia has come across, which yeah. could be an interesting little pickup. He he was injury prone when he was at Essendon, so I got to say I wasn't sad to see him go. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he could be good if he can stay fit. Yep. Um, and lost a few players. Ed Kerno retired. Paddy Dow got traded. Zach Fisher got traded. Um, so I lost a few players, but nothing. Nothing major. Nothing devastating to them. Yep. No, so Carlton should be up there again. I'd say top four. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. what we were just talking about. They'll make that little jump further. Yeah. If they yeah start well, then yeah, they, there's no reason why they can't. Um, so that takes us to Collingwood, our reigning premiers. Looking for their first back-to-back flag since the 30s. <laughs> well, since they're four in a row. No, since the th- they won 35-36. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was against both against South Melbourne as well. That was the whole... Uh, yeah. What was his name? Bob Pratt. The yes. Tra- when the, when the, the tram tra- hit him. The tram the hit him, that's yeah. right. Um, look, there's no, there's no reason why they shouldn't be sitting... Pretty on top again, unfortunately for for other supporters, but they're they're looking good. That's a very young side. Um, they seem to have managed the what you know that premiership hangover reasonably well in the off season. Well, so it'll be interesting. Yes, to see. They, they haven't put on an extra player like Hawthorne did. Yeah, um, and you kind of trust in the process that Craig McRae has. has. Yeah. Um, Let's have a look at the Pies. Last times they've won Premiership, so what's happened? So 2010, they won it. 2011, they lost to the Cats in the grand final. Yeah. 1990, they won it. 91, didn't even make finals. Mm-hmm. Celebrated too hard. 58, they won it. <laughs> then they went out in the first week of the finals in 59. Um, and then 53, they won it. 54, they missed finals by a game in a significant percentage. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you'd have to think they're favourites this year again. Yeah. Um, I'm mentally going to prepare myself for, for it. For it again, yeah. The only thing, I mean, you've always got to be thinking is they are now, they've got the target on the back. They're the team to beat. Clubs will be planning themselves oh, to uh, beat 100%. their style of football. Yep. So that's a big... And can someone please tag Dacos? <laughs> that's a, it's a big... Uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to play against because, yep. you know... It's often those teams who are sort of lower down who are like, we're going to play a negative style and it can it can really affect those teams. So, yeah, see, it's not surprising that Premiers can't back it up because they become the, the model to play for. Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing we have to watch with Collingwood is Scott Pendlebury is closing in on 400 games. Yes. He's currently on 383. So, which means as early as round 18 against Geelong, could happen, assuming he plays every plays game games. and stays fit. I mean, he's had an incredible run with... Um, with injury. injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so yes. So other players who have played 400, Dustin Fletcher's on 400 exactly. Limped there. I went to his last game, barely played. Yeah. Um, we got Kevin Bartlett on 403, Sean Burgoyne 407, uh, Brent Harvey 432 with the record, and Michael Tuck 426. Yeah. Yeah. Could he reach? Could he reach uh, Harvey's record four thirty two? That's another three seasons, isn't it? Well, if they're making, if you're saying you could make it in round eighteen, if they make the grand final and then get deep into finals again, it's potentially two years. Yeah, very close. Yeah. 
So it's still a lot of footy like, to play. Footy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he has to have luck on his side. Yeah, with that, you'd be reasonably confident that he will he will break that four hundred mark though. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should. Yeah, um, it's crazy. There's not many Collingwood players who have played over three hundred games. I know, and they've got two at the moment who are playing for them. Yeah. Um. All right. So Collingwood, oh, and the other streak that's continuing, we've got a uh, because Jack Ginnivan left. Yes, that streak will continue of no Premiership, Premiership team time. ever playing again together. No, so he's left, um, which means Collingwood fans can now hate him as much as the rest of us. <laughs> I wonder how long it'll <laughs> take for them to turn on him. They booed Adam Trelaw because he didn't play for them, even though they forced him out of the team. So, yeah, so. of course, they're going to boo Ginnivan. <laughs> It's a great time. And they also lost... Uh, Taylor Adams was another big loss for yeah. them as well. So, see, he was half injured all, all the time, so they should be able to cover him pretty yes. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, man- they managed to cover him for most of the year, didn't they? So, yeah. They did, yeah. Um, that takes us up to the Bombers. The Bombers. So, I went to the family day the other day to see Mason Redmond have his hair shaved and see the new team. I've got to say, it's been 20 years, 20 long years now of going into pre-seasons and getting hopeful and excited and I'm just I'm not no okay I'm not getting I'm not letting myself get excited because I I don't want to get hurt again yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it's almost it's 20 years since we had our last finals win yeah so 2004 Uh, so for that reason I'm just not getting my hopes up I, I want to see them play I like the way again Brad Scott's talking you know, wanting to put the processes in place at the club and yeah. and look for sustained success, but that's going to need to start soonish. There's no there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to get a few good wins in. Like we were saying, you know, it was the end of last year. If they hadn't lost a couple of bad games really badly at the end, they could have been they, they could have finals, made finals. Yeah. yeah. So and hopefully those two big losses to GWS and Collingwood have burnt all summer because they were horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. Um, Looking at Brad Scott's record in his second year at the Ruse, they finished ninth with a 10 and 12 record, which is slightly worse than the year before. Yeah, okay. Um, but then the rise kind of starts after that. So I don't know. I don't think I'll read into that much. We've got some good pickups, though. We've got Xavier Dersmer from Port, Todd Goldstein, Jade Gresham, Ben Mackay. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can stay fit and, and on the field, then they'll make a big difference. And then yeah. some, some interesting draft picks. Nate Caddy and Archie Roberts look pretty good as well. Yeah. So... Some to watch. I, I wish there was more optimism. Um, yeah, and we might get Dyson Heppel reaching his 250th game this season in what would probably be his last season, you'd think. Yeah. You'd think. Um, yeah, and, and then the players they traded out, like Massimo D'Ambrosio left. Cirque Thatcher, we can give, like Mackay comes in to cover him. Phillips has left, but we've got Goldstein in. McDonald, Tip and Woody. We'll, we'll miss him as a fan, as, you know, an exciting player, but he was reaching the end anyway. Yeah. So the, the, the change is, there's a positive change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and we've got rid of um, almost everyone from a few years ago, like the, in terms of admin and stuff, and it's a clean out and we're starting again, so. Yeah, yeah. It's what you need sometimes. Yeah. Just not have that negativity hanging over it and all that, yeah. People who remember the bad times. Yeah. 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 It seems to just be going on. (laughs) And when you sit down, you look at all these teams and we look at our ladder and I just think there's so many teams that I feel like are better than Essendon. Yeah. Like the stuff we need to prove. It's so interesting looking at that sort of the, yeah, the, which we'll go through, but that like that, that middle block of the ladder, like there's so little in it, isn't there? Like, 
a little tweak here and there make, makes a big difference. Could, could be, be, Charlie, the closest season we've ever had, which I feel like every season is, yeah, yeah. is labelled. Yeah, it is, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? But there's really... It, do, it doesn't take much to be the difference between 7 and 8 and 12 and 14, you know? Like, it's a... Yeah, it's tight. Yeah, so maybe it'll be close. Mm. Maybe. 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 So that takes us to Freo. Yep. All right. So last year we, we said the Dockers, they make finals and they kind of have a down year and then they should bounce back to finals within a year or two. Yep. I just can't see that happening. No, the way, the way they looked, it didn't look like it, did it? I just... Their list hasn't changed enough. Okay. They brought in Oscar McDonald, ex-Melbourne yeah. player. Yeah. Who couldn't get a game at Carlton either. No. I mean, that's... When I'm looking at their changes, like Oscar McDonald and that's about it. Seems like a few Hail Mary sort of moves, doesn't it? Not even that. Like if they're going for Hail Marys, maybe get someone out of retirement or <laughs> someone who's past that prime. This is just, maybe it's just a youth policy. I, I can't see them Making up huge changes. No. no. I think it'll be, a, if you live in Western Australia and like footy, I think it'll be a, a sad and sorry year, to be honest. <laughs> Nat Fast only getting older and he can't be hanging on much. No. I mean, they've, they've signed Sean Darcy again, so they've got the double ruck, ruck prong of Darcy yeah. and uh, Dogger. What was it, what's his name? Jackson? Luke yeah. Jackson? Yeah. Which, I mean, he's he was a massive positive for them last year. Once he got going, yeah. Yeah, once he got going. I think um, if Fife can play more in the forward line and kick a few more goals, that could be really interesting, but it didn't seem to work out that well last year. No. I've just got to be reminded of all who their players are because I think I last year they were not that great even though they beat Melbourne at the MCG again, didn't they? Because um, yeah, they got the Brayshaw and they got Sarong and Frederick and they do have some players when you kind of sit down and look at it but they've always been a bit of a meh team. Yeah, and I guess it doesn't help. Look, like They're the, probably the team that we see the least of in yeah. Melbourne, aren't they? So Yep, Yeah. definitely. They're not as... Loud and out there as West Coast or Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just kind of just do their thing. Yeah. I feel like every time they make finals, it's kind of like, oh, surprise, we made finals. Yeah, exactly. Apart from, apart from when Ross Lyon had them humming in the mid-2000s. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, apologies to any Frio supporters out there. It's just... Not, yeah. Not a, I, I don't think there's a lot of hope. Look, they're not, they're not going to bottom out. They're not going to be worse. Like, there's no... We're not talking sort of a capitulation like we've we saw from West Coast and stuff in the last couple of years, but there's they'll 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 win some games, but they're not going to be challenging. We no, I think yeah. All right, uh, so that moves us to Geelong. Geelong, and can they bounce back from their worst season ever? And I say that because they finished twelfth. Yes, yeah, the lowest, yeah. the lowest position they've ever finished is twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, but not by much. You don't think they will? I don't. Can't, I just can't. I can't see a huge change. No. What have they done in the off season? What what changes? Oh, they bought in a big player who we might track called Sean Manor. Ah, uh, yes. And we might. I think Charlie. We should he, like. So we know. We know Sean. We've worked with him before. Um, we should track his his season. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hopefully he gets a good run. Yeah. But they, they haven't made any huge changes, have they? They're sort of like... Not really, no. They've got much the same list, which already was an ageing list. Yeah. Um, who's gone out? I mean, Salva Radigalia got traded and Isaac Smith retired and Jonathan Sigler retired. That's kind of it. Yeah. 
No real loss. We've got Tom Hawkins three games away from 350 games. So he's going around again. Could keep kick another bag. Can he can he kick 50 again this year? Just keep that, you know, solid... He Yeah, he's... I mean, it's him and Jeremy Cameron, so I don't know. And then... Yeah, there's not a heap of other milestones I can see coming up for calling for... For the Cats. The Cats, no. Oh, Hawkins also looking for his 800th game. He needs 19 goals. 800th goal, yeah. The 13th person to kick 800 goals. I think that's very much doable. Mm. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron's on 584, so he's not far off. 600. Should be able to do it. Should be able to happen as well. Hopefully they can reach those milestones in the same game. That'd be good. That would be good. Now, the Cats in the last few years generally don't finish that low down the ladder. So let's just have a quick look. The last time they missed finals, 2015, and they bounced back up to second. Yeah. And then you've got to go back to 2001, two and three for consecutive years missing finals. So Yeah, which and the, and even then, as you said, it must have been, what, the 10th or... 12th, 9th, 12th. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going on that history, then they should be right back in finals. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I can't see it. I don't. I don't think I can see them, unless they're getting the. Unless everyone stays fit. Yeah. And they get off to a good start, which is what didn't happen last year. Yeah. But having said that, they didn't play finals, so they've started preseason early. Earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we'll, we'll keep track of Sean and see how the cats are going. Yeah. Um, Gold Coast. Gold Coast. I feel like. Last year we tipped the Suns to make the finals. We did, and look, we haven't. We're not doing that again. No, but they should. They should be better than last year. There's no. Yeah. Is this just like op- blind optimism from us, Timmy? Do hope. we just want them to be better than oh, they course, are? Of course, we want them to be better. Um, so I was having a think. You know, which of the new teams? How many coaches did it take to get a, get to the finals? So this is Damien Hardwick's their fourth coach. Yep. They had Guy McKenna, Rodney Eid, and Stuart Jew. The Giants, it was their second coach, mm-hmm. Leon Cameron. For the Power, it was their first coach, Johnny Cahill. Uh, the Dockers, it took till their, till their third coach. Eagles had two coaches. The Bears, also situated at the time for a bit in the Gold Coast, their fourth coach. Okay, so maybe this is it. Mm. I, I mean... You can. I think we can expect positive things. Whether it's a dead cat bounce or, or not, I think this will be a good year for them. And by all accounts, their academy picks, Jed Walker and Ethan Reed are supposed to be absolute jets. Okay, yeah. So it should be up there. Um, do you think they'll name their best and fairest medal this year? The only club that does not have a name a for their name. best and fairest medal. I don't know whether they're. I don't know whether they're ready to yet. Do you think it would have been named after Ablett if he hadn't left? Yep. If he'd if he'd retired as a son, do you think that'd be the Gary Ablett best and fairest medal? I think so. Yeah. I can't like. It would make sense. Yeah. He was the, the he would have won how many? Three or four of them. Three or four of the first five or six, right? Let's have a look. If I can tell you that. Um, yeah, he won the first. Three, and then he won a fourth. Yeah, he won four. Four, yeah. So he won the first three. It would make, like, that would make sense. But he's not, now it's kind of like his name is just too linked with... The Cats. With the Cats. Well, I mean, Kevin Sheedy, the Kevin Sheedy medals, GWSs. That's true. But he didn't go there. In the, oh, 
he retired as the coach of the GWS. Yes, and that yeah, was he left it. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I don't feel like this will be the year they do it. I feel like something something big's got to happen in order to to, to make that call. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I guess we can only have optimism and, yeah. and watch them, and if they've changed, yeah. they've changed. If they haven't, we just go, ah, oh, the same old sons again. Yeah. Oh, you know, it just ta- takes a year of working in, an, you know, having a, a coach take over a club it can take a while for those things to click into place. So you True. never know. Yeah. Um, which takes us to the, the, the uh, GWS Giants. Yeah. I think, um, I reckon they're going to be up and about this year. Hey, the last team to lose a prelim by a point won the flag the next year. Yeah. So... That was last year's and Cam Collingwood. God, that was the best. That was one of the best games of footy. Mm. I reckon. Which one? I didn't. didn't I just still haven't watched it. No, of course. But yeah, I mean, the grand final was a great. The grand game final was amazing. But the, that that prelim was phenomenal. And yeah, and the GWS could have won it. Yeah, absolutely. From what I've read, I didn't see it um, again. No, they they looked they looked really good, and they just did they look good because all their players had breakout years and like were just on. Or do they just, because they started pretty poorly? Yeah, they did. So, with a season under their belt and like this relationship and trust now formed with Kingsley, can they just continue? I on think their they merry can. Way? I, I reckon. And if they if they do that and um, and lift a bit higher and get a get that uh, top like a top four spot, get a home final, yeah. give, make their run a bit easier. Yeah, you never know. True. I mean. No real changes either. Phil no. Davis retired, but he hasn't really played. Yeah. Um, and they brought in a player, number 12 pick, Phoenix Gothard. Okay. He's got a, it's one of the better names of the year. There we go. All right. So I think next up is Hawthorne. Yes. So interesting off-season by the Hawks as well. So Sam Mitchell in some... Uh, yeah. In health, hospital and... Health issues. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the full story. So I, I actually read something about it the other day. So lots of, yeah... Um, uh, stuff going on. It was um, uh, what was it? pneumonia. Okay. In the end, and but it hit, hit really, yeah, really hard, and yeah, terrible time. Yeah, and then obviously lots of injuries and, and things during mm-hmm. the preseason. Mm-hmm. So definitely going to come into the season underdone. Probably not a bad thing because they don't probably want to win too much. They want to bank those draft picks again. They are uh, they're in a rebuild. Yeah. Shall we say? Yeah. We should. Yeah. Um, so if they miss the finals again, which we would assume they would. Yep. It'll be equal to the 2002 to 2016 that missed five in a row. Yeah. In fact, since they first started making finals in 1957, um, their biggest streak of not making finals is seven in a row, and that was from 62 to 69 or yeah, okay. 60s. Yeah. Um, we've got a few... So never in the AFL time. No, yeah. been, they're the most successful team. In AFL, yeah. Since, since 1960, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so some milestones for them. They've got um, Luke Bruce, who's currently on 281 games, so he's staring down 300 this year. Also, Jack Gunston is on 242, so he's eight games away from 250. 250 also coming back from Brisbane. Yeah. Can you think of any other players that have left for a year and then come back? For one year? No, yeah. well, we were talking about Ditterich before, but he didn't. it wasn't just a one-year no, thing, was for, it? No, he went for a few years. Back each, to back to back. Yeah. yeah, each time, yeah. No, a single year away. Yeah, Warwick Kappa did two in Brisbane mm. and then came back to Sydney. I don't know, he did three in, three in Brisbane and then, then back to Sydney. It, it just seems like um, it's very, very quick to call time on a on a 
gamble like that, isn't it? To just have one year. I think it might have been family reasons. I don't think yeah. it was anything to do with... With the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, because, I mean, why would you choose to come to a club that's down the bottom and rebuilding as opposed to a premiership contender? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jack Sis- uh, James Sicily, 150 games. Sorry, he's on 134, so... We'll get 150, yeah. Yep. Uh, Carl Amon is the same. He's on 145. Uh, Jack Scrimshaw's on 83, so he, he could stare down 100, but that's not really a milestone. No, no. no. Uh, some interesting pickups as well. They got Massimo D'Ambrosio from the Bombers, Mabio Chol from the Gold Coast Suns. Obviously, he's got an issue with Damien Hardwick and just doesn't want to play with him. Yeah. Uh, Jack Ginnivan as well, which we talked about coming from Collingwood now. Collingwood fans can learn to hate him as well. Yeah. 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 Which isn't hard. So yeah, low expectations for the Hawks this year. Yeah. Yep. Um, they they are definitely getting um, covered by the fact that there's you've got your West Coast and North Melbourne below. Like they're they're getting a bit of coverage from that. No one's really having a crack at how bad they are. Yeah. Because yeah. There's also Sam Mitchell's what's third year yeah. in charge. And they. And they're showing good signs, aren't they? Like they've had they, they had some good wins, they or some close matches as well. Yeah, you'd think the the structure seems to be there. They, they haven't lost anyone with heaps of experience. No, like yeah, they should be about the same as last they've year. They've got they've got yeah probably another one or two years of being in the doldrums left before people start to really get restless. You'd imagine before yeah. fans start getting really yeah. restless. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That gets us to your team, the Demons. Mm. What an off-season. Yeah, very interesting times. <laughs> so, I mean, is it, has it been the worst off-season for a team since the Eagles and Ben Cousins? Are we, Maybe. Are we equating, like, Clayton Oliver hasn't run away from the booze bus yet? No, no. But he's done some interesting the, things. The club's definitely closed ranks around it, haven't they, and said everything's okay. Yeah. Um, we're figuring it out. They're not saying, sorry, they're not saying everything's okay, but they're saying we are doing what needs to be done to yeah. figure this out. Yeah. It's definitely not the not the headlines that any D's fans wanted to hear. No, and then the stuff about Joel, Joel Smith, Smith as well. Leaning in there too. So, yeah, no, there's there definitely some whispers about culture issues, you would imagine. And but they often lead to problems on field as well. So, I'd be, if I was a Demons fan, I'd be, are you worried? Because I'd be worried. <laughs> Having lived through a drug saga myself as an yeah. Essendon supporter. yeah. There are there are definite worries. Um, my m- the main worries I have, and and now it's it's coming into preseason again, and there's issues with our with fitness in our forward line. Is who's kicking goals for the D's? Yeah, that's always an issue, isn't it? Yeah, that's been our issue for the last couple of years, and it seems like we still haven't solved that problem. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm most worried about at the moment. But if if I'm I'm happy that nothing else has come out of the woodwork about anyone else being involved in anything bad. Yeah. You know? It seems like it might just be a couple of isolated issues. Yeah. And um, if that's the case, then hopefully it doesn't ruin anything with the culture. It's just, you know, the culture will actually help bring it back together. Yeah, but I mean, there's always been those whispers about Simon Goodwin as well. Mm. Mm. So, Which have been nipped in the bud by, by the club and by him and, yeah. and many times. So, who knows? Yeah, but then you bring in everything else that's happening and... It's almost a pattern. Mm. Anyway, I guess we'll find out more we, as things go forward. We will. Look, I mean... Two you, got a, you got a premiership at it. Yeah. <laughs> two two years of straight sets, finals, defeats. You've got to have them hungry. Is Yeah, it's got and to have burning. them hungry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a hoodoo that 
needs to needs to be broken. Yeah. It's only a two-year hoodoo. It's not like a twenty-year finals. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but fi- being not winning a final and losing four in a row when you sh- really should have yeah, been yeah. favourites for almost True. all of them. Yeah, it's not ideal. Um, so you brought in Jack Billings from St Kilda. He could be an interesting one. Yeah, um, Tom Fullerton from Brisbane and Shane McAdam. So he might be a forward option. He did kick some goals with the Crows. Look, I think it's I think it's about the delivery into the forward line more than anything else. So. Yeah, but the guys who we won the flag with in our forward line, I can't, you can't see Ben Ben Brown getting back to full fitness, unfortunately. No. Um, and and what happens if Max Gorn goes down? Got, Grundy's gone now. He's yeah. off in Sydney. So who's your second string ruckman? Mm. Van Ruyen. Is he? No. No. But, yeah. And Harms. Harmsy's gone to the dogs. Yeah, which I was very sad about. I love Harmsy, but I think he'll get a better opportunity at the doggies than he was getting at the Ds. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens there. Yeah, the you'd think they look. You'd you'd think they're making finals again, but they might not have two shots at it yeah, this time around. I don't know if I. Yeah, I probably don't back them for top top four. No. All right. Well, one team that's probably worse off, North Melbourne. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we sort of talk, started talking about them before when we were having the West Coast chat. They are definitely um, definitely not looking great, but there's. There's things to be positive about. Um, absolutely, there is. So the uh, they did have a 34 point win over the Collingwood in a practice match. Mm-hmm. Nick Larky with five goals and Harry Sheasel absolutely dominating. So they're things to look forward to. Clarko, overly coaching the whole the year. Yeah, yeah. They have lost 833 games worth of experience. From, How many times have they done well, this? Goldstein, Cunnington, and Zebel. Obviously, they lost others as well, but these those three specifically are going yeah. to be a big hole. Yeah. Um, and Clark, I just had a look at Clarko. So in his first year at Hawthorne and then his second year. So in his first year at Hawthorne, five wins, 17 losses. Second year, nine wins, 13 losses. So hopefully they're on, on that, that trajectory. There, sh- there should be a, an improvement yeah. if, we, if we go on that. And, you know, that's what you'd expect, especially yeah. with more draft picks that they got in with Dersmer and um, McKercher, McKercher, Colby McKercher. But did Clarko lose three brilliant veterans like that between his first and his second year? Probably not. Might have lost Richie Vandenberg. Yeah. <laughs> if I call him classy. Um, yeah, I mean, really, it's only the only way's up for them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. There's no real. Well, unless they lose more than West Coast, right? Yeah. But the way they ended last season with that win over Gold Coast, when they had Harley Reid sitting there in their laps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it showed. That, that shows we integrity. talked about that, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. It showed integrity. It showed that what that they were after the right thing. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Then we have Port Adelaide. Port's a, Port's a really interesting one, aren't they? Surely Ken Hinckley is the most under-pressure coach. Well, he was last year too. But they re-signed him. And they yeah. They're going to re-sign him. But, I mean, since 2015, the power played... They've had finals. They've played seven finals, five losses, to only two wins. Yeah. They, they, get, they seem to go through this thing of, you know, they'll have a few... Well, a stretch of great wins and everyone's like, geez, how good are they? They've done this a few times and then they'll just go through a really barren patch. So, yeah, be be very interesting. They should be good. They should. Yeah, they, they've got some young, like Dersmer and Rosie. Oh, not Dersmer because he's at the Bombers now. Yeah. Rosie, Horn Francis. Yeah. Um, other players. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, they, sh- they should be great. And like, they've recruited to fill the holes. They've got, you know, Zerk Thatcher and Radigalia in to, to help Alira Lear down the back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's another. Yeah, they've got. Charlie Dixon can say fit and kick goals and they're doing something right. But, yeah. I mean, 
good players across every line. Yeah. I think. So they they should they should be challengers. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they weren't finalists. Well, yeah. Yeah, I would. Very too. surprised. Two years ago, they had that shocking start, didn't they? Yeah. A hard to hard to claw back. You can't win a flag in June, but you can certainly lose yeah. it. <laughs> um, they've also got Travis Boak closing in on 350 games, only two away. Huge. Um, and they've got a new captain, Connor Rosie. Yeah. From Tom Jonas, I think it was. Yeah. Tom Jonas? I'm not right? sure. It sounds right. <laughs> Let me double check that. But yeah, they're, they're the only club with a new captain. A new... But you'd think, yeah, you're right. Hinkley's probably the most under pressure yeah. coach. Yeah, Tom Jonas was well. captain for like five years. Uh, yes, I'd, I'd say he would be. Mm. You think someone else? Some good one? <laughs> no, well, no, I don't think Goody yet. But uh, Luke Beveridge, maybe? Bevo's probably under a bit of pressure, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, then next we have the Tigers. The Tigers are an interesting one. Aren't New they? coach, Adam Uze. Yes. Yep. Is that rank for you to see him in different colours? Are you okay with it? No, I'm I'm happy for him. He definitely deserves a shot at the at the top job. I think he'll be I think he'll be really good. He was a great midfield coach. Will he be us. able to have the same effect that, you know, Craig McRae had at Collingwood and Adam Kingsley had at GWS? Hard to know, isn't it? Yeah. Like do, Yeah, does he come from a different school? Like he he, he was a had a lot of success, like not the ultimate success, but that was a very successful Melbourne team. Was he there for the flag? For uh, 2000. No, 2000. No, the coach. when he was Oh, like, yeah, he was coaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm pretty Assistant sure. Coaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he played in 2000 in the losing grand yes, final. He, did, yeah. he he was around, you know, when we were making finals. He played under Danaher, yep. brilliant coach. So yep. um, and he's had a fair bit of experience co- in coaching as a, yeah. So I think I think that'll be really good. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the right move to... to Choose him I'm sad to see him go, but yeah, choose him. In, well, because Richmond, it was down to Andrew McWalter and Adam Uze, and McWalter got the nod. Oh, sorry, Uze got the nod, which I think was the right move because McWalter's not bringing anything new. They heard his voice yes. while Dimmer was there, so I think change yeah. was good. Absolutely. And we've also got Ian Nankervis. Ian Nankervis? Toby? Toby Nankervis. <laughs> Was he in the Geelong player? Yeah, yeah. Toby Nankervis, the solo captain now. So I think it was Grimes and Nankervis before. Uh, it's just Nankervis now. Um, and I, I feel like they will have a bit of a rivalry with the Ds, like because Uze has gone from the Ds. Yeah, and McWalter's come across. Gone to the D, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. A bit of, uh, a bit of um, IP, intellectual property. Yeah, yeah. With them, so it should make Anzac Day Eve really interesting. interesting. It's been a good game the last few years too. Yeah. So, yeah, and also I guess with the Suns they'll have a bit of rivalry now anyway. With Dimmer, yeah. because for a long time the Tigers kept taking their players. So obviously Lynch and Prestier, and they had a few others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Caddy, Caddy, yeah. yeah, who they got from there, and then the Suns had sent over you know Marvio Chol for a bit, and then Sean Grigan Hardwick are there, their coaches, and Brandon Ellis is also playing there. So there's a lot of back and forth between those teams. So yeah, round one will be interesting to see how that game turns out. Is that, are they round one or round yeah, zero? Sorry, opening round. Yeah, yeah. round zero, yeah. yeah. Um, and we've got Dustin Martin on 289 games, so he's closing in on his 300th as well. His last year, you reckon? That's been... We, we've um, definitely uh, foreshadowed that he's probably nearing the end. Others have too. I, I don't think so. It, I guess it depends on how the Tigers go. Who are we comparing him to? What was the Demons player that won three? Percy Beams. Percy Beams, sorry. Yeah. 
because we broke this down last year, didn't we? And, and we tried to work out how long. So Percy Beams played one, two, three, four, five, six, fourteen seasons. And and what's Dusty up to? He's done fourteen as well. He's done fourteen, so this so is his fifteenth. Yeah, this will be his fifteenth. Okay, yeah. So he's going to get one ahead of Percy Beams. So if you haven't heard our theory, everyone's like, "Oh, no, no one's ever won three best on grounds in the grand final." Three, yeah, no one's ever won three best on grounds in the grand final. But Percy Beams, back in the day for the D's, three, um, years, in a three row. years in a row was by unanimous sort of. Unanimously chosen as best on ground ground in those three grand finals. 39, 40, 41. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, That's why he's got a bar named after him at the G. <laughs> Absolutely. The other thing is they've also lost, the Tigers have lost Cochin and Rewalt. That's huge. So how will they fill those voids? Yeah. It's big, yeah. If, if Lynch is not firing, if Lynch is injured as well, who's going to kick their goals? Yeah, well, and I mean, even just the dynamic change of, of Lynch not having Rewalt there to, to sort of have another... You know, have that not a dummy forward, but someone else as an option yep. to open up the forward line for him. Then, yeah, how's that going to go? Be a very interesting dynamic. Mm, it will. Uh, then we've got St Kilda. Mm. Next, Ro- Russell Lyon doing his best to squeeze as much talent out of these players as he can. I <laughs> uh, remember last season he didn't have Max King for a long time. Yeah, he'll have him from the start this year. So it'll be interesting to see the way they go and forward. Ma- and Max King another year under his belt. And yeah. Geez, he, yeah. He showed f- some real flashes of brilliance, didn't he? Did. They brought in some. In- they brought in Paddy Dow from Carlton, Riley Bonner, uh, Liam Henry from Fremantle. So they made a few changes, but nothing drastic. Look, I mean, there's a reason why. Like, I don't know where Riley Bonner was picked, but Paddy Dow was a very high draft yeah. pick. So there's a reason why guys like that get taken high. They're obviously athletic. They've got a good brain for it. Maybe you know a second, a different environment, another chance is what is what he needed. He needs. So yeah. it's, it was definitely it's definitely a gamble worth making with probably all those guys. Yeah. See how it goes. Yeah, and then you know they made finals last year, and if it wasn't for some unfortunate circumstances with off-field things at the club. They, they could have won that first final mm-hmm. against the Giants, but just the Giants hit some form really oh, early. Yeah. Couldn't, Saints couldn't contain them, but... They were an interesting one last year because I feel like there was never... A, they never got enough of a run on where people got really excited about the Saints last year. Early on, they won a few games that surprised yeah. people, but then they kind of... They sort of... They managed... I think anytime anyone was like, oh, the Saints are really a chance, they managed to lose the next game. Yeah that sort of took the wind out of their sails a bit and then they'd bounce, bounce yeah. back up. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like there's there's much between them either being a bit deeper into September or if these gambles don't pay off, they're maybe not making finals at all. Mm. So it's sort of a 50-50. Yeah, it's an interesting bet. watch, isn't it? I'm, I don't know. Easy to have a foot, on, foot in both camps on that well, one. Well, yeah, yeah, they're definitely in that group of, you know, eight teams that kind of finish Yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, Sydney Swans. Um, I have high expectations for the Swans. They made a grand final two years ago. Yeah, they have lost Buddy. Yes, but I think that's probably a good thing. They'll yeah. be less predictable now going forward. Yeah, um, they're a really exciting team to watch. I like watching. Yeah, them. they're young, and, yeah. and a lot of those players have got that experience in finals from last year. Uh, Callum Mills is solo solo captain. Yeah, first solo captain they've had since Josh Kennedy in twenty eighteen. Oh wow. Uh, Luke Parker is only 17 games away from his 300th game as well. 
And then they brought in some interesting players like Taylor Adams, Brody Grundy, Joel Hamling. So a bit of experience there as well. I think I think that I Brody Grundy will be really good. You know, number one, one and only Ruckman there. Yeah, don't, doesn't have to go and rest forward. No. Won't, won't have pressure to kick goals. I mean, Hickey... Hickey did a really good job there last year as another veteran who, yep. you know, so, you know, I think he can play himself in back into form Absolutely. in that position. Um, they've got some really great, like Errol Goulton, great play. You know, yeah. he, he, well, there he, was a few times where you, he almost looked like he was going to take out the brown though. Yeah. So, so yeah. He'd only get better, you can think, as well. Yeah. Uh, we've also got Indy Kirk. Brett Kirk's uh, son is on the list as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, no, the Zen master. The Zen master, yeah. No, I mean, obviously, Buddy Franklin retiring is a big one. Paddy, Paddy McCartan retiring as well. Tom Hickey, like you said, gone. But they've kind of filled those positions, haven't yeah. they? And they weren't really, apart from, I mean, you obviously need to find someone to fill that ruck spot of Hickey's, but they weren't relying on McCartan. They weren't relying on Buddy anymore, even last year. So they are huge names mm. to fill, but, well, Buddy especially, but probably no longer the actual on-field force that they once were no, anyway. No. Yeah, I expect them to be top four. Because they still made finals yeah. last year. They only just lost to Sydney uh, to Carlton. Yeah. So, yeah, finals, if not... I mean, looking at history, the last time Collingwood went back-to-back was against the Swans, so maybe the Swans' Collingwood grand final. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. Um, West Coast. Can't really get much worse, can you? No. No. Um, last and so if you remember last year, if you listened, we're like West Coast never have more than I think three or four seasons out of finals, so they're going to be on their way back up. This, back. this year was the year they were supposed to be back in finals. Pretty happy to say, I'm not going to happen. Well, yeah, reasonably confident. Absolutely, yeah. they don't. They haven't done enough off field to make you think that there's something that something that could really bounce them back up either. Oh, they got Holly Reid. They got the number one pick. Yeah, but. He's only one person. When when has one eighteen year old lifted a team back into finals? Not not one, no. no not in I, a long, long time. And then having said that, Adam Simpson's another coach who'll be under the pump as well. That's that's um what I was what I was thinking he absolutely will be. I mean, they showed a lot of faith at the end of last I'm year so keeping they didn't him on. Um does that take the pressure off him a little bit? Maybe because it depends on what what they what he keeps on saying yeah. about that team. If they are rebuilding, yeah. are like in what way they've lost they've lost a fair a fair few veterans, haven't yeah, they? they? So lost Nat Nui and Shannon Hearn and Luke Shuey. Yeah, but there's a still a lot of old guys running around, aren't there? Yeah. So they don't re- they're not really making the choice to rebuild or too much for the future. You'd, they'd want to be winning some games or at least not losing so badly. Yeah. Um, just realising as well, Luke Shuey, their captain, has retired. So West Coast will also be getting oh, a new ha- captain. Yeah. But I don't think he's been announced yet. So at the end of last year, we had Liam Duggan and Oscar Allen as co-captains. Oh, no. And they'll be leading that for 2024. So there you go. They're their captains. Okay. So three new captains. Yeah, three new okay. captains. Okay. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Um, not an exclusive, yeah. So they got they got new captains as well. Also, Jack Darling and Andrew Gaff are closing in on 300 games. Darling on 277, Gaff on 275. So Darling probably not going to make it this year. 
they didn't gaff probably not either. No. <laughs> that was, they'd have to make finals, wouldn't they? Yeah. 23 and 25, yeah. And then the last the last club to talk about is the Western Bulldogs. Well, we've ju- we've already sort of said that um, Bevo's probably under fa- a fair bit of pressure. Look, well, a lot of change off season in terms of the coaching of the club, mm-hmm. and assistants brought in and out, and then a lot of, not a lot of transparency from that. He just seems to be getting more and more wary of the media. He doesn't like talking at all. No, and then the club He's... hasn't really come out and spoken much mm. in support of him. Yeah, and then there's. Fremantle have been linked to him already. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting. So how, much, how much weight does winning a flag get you? We're almost a decade on from that, really, aren't we? But then making the granny in 21 gets you a fair bit of leeway again. Okay, yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Uh, and look, they it's, not made... like, it's not like they need to rebuild. You look at that list, no, that you look at those the... young guys, yeah. they, sh- they, should be ter- they should be a terrifying team to play. But that, isn't that the point? That they should be, but if they're not, yeah, then, then what's going what's on? The issue? Yeah, exactly. Bailey Smith out for the year with a knee as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then we've got a few players like Jamar Eugle Hagen and Tim English who are in contract years. And there's also, you know, we'll talk about Tim English going back home to the West as well. And and he's one you'd be really devastated to lose because oh, he Australian. just keeps getting better and better. Australian Ruckman last yeah. year. Um, then you've got... Uh, Darcy, um, hopefully get he's not injured at the moment, is he? So hopefully getting so. A, getting a full run at a at a proper season. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Some good they got some good kids, so they they could be thereabouts, but who knows? Yeah. Um, and obviously they got Nick Cofield from St Kilda and James Harms from the D's, bringing them in on top of a few no, picks as well. Yeah, no huge changes, but um, I'd love to see Harmsy go well. Yeah. yeah, get a proper run at it. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all the teams. Should we go through our our predicted ladder? Yes, which is always embarrassing to look back at because it's yeah. never... Yeah, if we get 50% sort of semi-right, we're doing okay usually. So... Do you want to do the top? You do the top eight, okay. I'll do the bottom. I would love to. So, we think that the top two aren't going to change. Pies are going to be on top and Brizzy second. Uh, we were thinking that Carlton are going to just take that next little step, not have as bad a start to the season and just keep up that run. So finishing third, yeah. we just said uh, making Sydney rounding out our top four. Yep. Melbourne fifth. Uh, that's then, generous, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That was that, That's probably me pushing that yeah, more than yeah. anything else. And then uh, Smokey was the Crows to really jump up and yeah. finish sixth. Um. GWS finishing seventh. I think Crows and GWS could swap around there, or even yeah. GWS could get a bit higher than that. And then we have said Saints making the eight just there. Right. So you know another fun fact about Luke Beveridge, I just remembered. Under him, the Dogs have never finished top four. No, In their premiership year they came, they came seventh, didn't they? Two thousand twenty-one, they finished fifth and then still made it. So yeah, amazing. Interesting. All right, so in ninth spot, we got the Suns just missing out. But if the Suns supporter, you'd be happy with that. Yeah, I, th- I think I would love them to make finals, but we sort of we 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 overestimated them last year, and yeah. we've we've got our fingers burnt. Yeah. So yeah, we've got the power in tenth spot, Essendon eleventh, Cats twelfth again, then the Dogs, Tigers, Dockers, and their bottom three haven't changed. Hawks, North Melbourne, West Coast. Yeah, 
I think we feel reasonably confident probably in our bottom three and our top two. Yeah. And then there's a fair bit of movement between those uh, the rest of them. Well, that's the thing. Anyway, from Carlton down to Fremantle, I feel like they could shift. Absolutely. Like I, could, I could make a case for most of those teams making the top eight as well. Yeah, yeah. As, I mean, and that's that's why we love it, right? But there's, you know, it's highly likely that, you know, depending on injury and stuff, I mean, Collingwood might... Yeah. As we, we said, you know, it's always the way that they've now become the hunted. Yeah. So play, teams who are lower down or feeling lower down will be changing the game plan to try and beat Collingwood. Yeah. It's going to be much harder for them to have a win. Yeah. Um, and with so many close wins... Does if a few of them go the other way, maybe they they drop yeah, down. Yeah, I mean they can't keep that. They can't sustain that no. that brand of football, can they? No, and injury. Well, we've said that for a while. Yeah, haven't we? but then you know, all it takes is a few injuries to really test your depth. Yeah, for any of any yep. team, yep. and um, and things get wobbly. So yeah. that's why we love footy. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. So what's what's your big prediction? Um, so I mean, was thinking about this, um. There might be a challenge for biggest winning margin ever. Someone, ta- someone beating West Coast by more than a hundred and what is it, one hundred ninety? Yeah, Fitzroy, Fitzroy beating the Demons in seventy nine. I'd, w- I'd love that to be beaten. Okay, that'd be great. Do you reckon we'll get another two hundred pointer this year? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Someone against the uh, the Eagles again, or maybe North. North. But I, look, yeah, another two, another two hundred pointer, maybe. All right, just to finish off, Charlie, I've got a few what are the chances of this happening kind of questions for okay, you. Okay, all right. What are the chances of 30 or more goals being kicked in three consecutive matches like the Swans did in 1987? Or by the same team? By, any, by the same team, yeah. In three consecutive rounds. Um, under 5% chance. Okay. Can you see any team doing it? No. Maybe if they had like Hawthorne, North Melbourne, and West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, it's just not good. That the the uh, the schedule's not going to allow it to happen. I don't think. Are we in danger of someone kicking 150 or more goals and breaking Bob Pratt and Peter Hudson's record? No, but my question, I'll, I'll come back at you. That's not going to happen. But okay. I'm going to come back at you. What do you think the chances are of someone <laughs> kicking more than 100 goals this year? It hasn't happened in years. It's happened what three times since 2000. Yeah. It won't happen. Something drastic's going to happen for that. An extra change. round of footy? Oh, but there's not no, an extra still game. Same amount of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But does that? I mean, twenty-four, right? Twenty-four rounds are we up to? Yeah. Yeah, twenty-five. Twenty. Yeah, so twenty-four games of no, twenty-three, 23 games, games of footy. Yeah. yeah. Twenty-three games of footy. Someone's just got to average, you know, just over four. Yeah. I hope so, but I doubt it. Okay. Yeah. Um, someone kicking a lower score than St Kilda's score of one point in 1899. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. Jeez, I'd love to see it. Uh, what about this one? The 119-point grand final margin. Beating that record. Yeah. See? What a boring grand final that was in 2007. Yeah. Exciting for Geelong supporters. Yeah, it was. We got... Uh, no, I don't think so. It was a great, great grand final last year. If Collingwood are in it again, definitely not. They don't, no, don't they? Don't smash teams like no. that, do they? So, and I don't know if Brizzy do either. No. If they're your most likely ones, it's very yeah. big, very big one to call. Um, most behinds in a game, forty-one at the moment is the record by Hawthorne. Can the team break that? 
Can a team be as inaccurate as that? Yes. Yeah. I think that's what I think out of the ones you've mentioned so far, that's the most likely to be to be beaten. Okay. I think. Uh, someone kicking more than eighteen goals in a game, like Fred Fanning. No. Nah. 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 If if. Uh, Dunstall, Lockett, Ablett couldn't do it. I can't see anyone else being yeah. able to. Um, they came close. They did, I yeah. know. Dunstall was, was 17. Terrifyingly was close. Um, and oh, I, I guess this is kind of happening, but we've got Jack Crisp chasing down Jim Stein's record of consecutive games. Yeah, so how far off is he? Uh, so Stein's on 244 consecutive games. Mm-hmm. Jack Crisp is currently on 214, so he's 30 behind. So he's got to play this whole year and then we can start having that conversation yeah. next year. Yeah, so Queen's birthday, just hammer him. Yeah, yeah that's it, so get that stuck in. Yeah. Um, no, that's an interesting one. Uh, yeah, okay, so that's that's one we've got to look out for on the horizon. Mm. Um, it is two clubs though, isn't it? Because he played for Brisbane as well. Yeah, it still counts. Does it? Okay. I think so. Okay. Um, what about other records that we're getting close to? Who? Um, what's the most con- games consecutively consecutively kicking goals? Okay, so the overall record for that is Peter McKenna, 121. 121 games in a row. Yeah. So o- Oscar Kurnow, Allen... I think it's Kerno. Kerno, okay. Yeah. I think, well, did Oscar Allen do it for the whole season? Season last year, or was didn't it he? Only Kerno. Maybe one. I think Kerno's uh, Kerno's on about thirty something. I think. Okay, so it's a long way to go. We're a long way off that. Yeah. Um, now, Timmy, while you while you're checking that, I do have to come back at you with a couple of um, things because you asked me for a prediction of something of a record that could be beaten mm-hmm. this year. So one that I feel like is trending that way is Brownlow votes yep. winner. I think. Most Brownlow votes, I think, feel like that's one that has been pipped a few times, and I think it's definitely trending that way again. I think we could see another very high Brownlow Brownlow winner. Yeah, would you agree yeah, with that? Okay, one? anyone? All right? Anyone in particular? Um, I mean, as we said, uh, Lockie Neal's probably the favourite, you know, coming into it. Yeah. No, not real. No one I'm thinking, but I just think, you know, it could easily happen. Uh, so, yeah, Peter McKenna, 121 games kicking at least a goal. Charlie Kerner's on 47. Okay. So, just bad. what, another four years yep. of kicking here's, in every game? Yeah, here's another interesting one. Charlie Dibbs for Geelong and Collingwood has the record for games not kicking a goal, 219. Dylan Grimes is our current leader with 146. Okay, I so he's not going to make it. Yeah, but, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up our season preview. It does. We'll be back next week to preview round zero, the round opening zero. round. Yeah, can't wait for that one. Be nice, Sorry. nice short, sharp one. Only six games to talk about. Four games. Four, even less. Oh, great! Yeah, we just got, got rid of two games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna be a nice crazy one that episode. That is a, a nice um, nice palate, cl- palate. palate cleanser to get us into the season. Yes, yes. absolutely. Great. Love that. Well, um, until then, Timmy, uh, we'll. Let's get out there. Let's. Uh, I want to hear. You know, if you if you're enjoying this, let your friends know. It'd be good to get a few more listeners in as well. Yes. And uh, but until then, hooroo! Thanks for listening to the Kick to Kick podcast. Present backward in coming forward. You can find all our old episodes wherever you get your good podcasts. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is kick to kick podcast at gmail.com. On social media, we have Twitter at kick to kick pod, or on Facebook. 
or you can find us on Instagram at Backwards and Coming Forward. For a full list of our resources and what we use on this show, go to our website, which is kicktokick.podbean.com. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>